you don't have to be winner, winner, chicken dinner this year. It just doesn't have to be that way. Um, if you do and you put that much pressure on yourself, and I think sometimes we can actually put more pressure on ourselves than what people are actually putting on us. Um, and we, we, we got to learn to recognize where we're, we're overdoing it, um, you know, and putting too much pressure on ourselves. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Welcome to you if you're in YouTube land. Uh, it's good to have you along for the ride. I always like to uh, show some love and appreciation for the folks that are hanging with us uh, on all fronts, uh, everything from TikTok to Instagram to Facebook to uh, YouTube. Um, it certainly does... Uh, you know, it uh, it makes me really happy when I see people that are getting something out of this show. So uh, we keep it keep it going, keep it real, and uh, want to give you some steak and potatoes again today. Um, that's really going to help you and your your business management. Let's say business development. Uh, before we get started, like and subscribe, all that sort of good stuff, and uh, certainly head across to the Business for Builders uh, VIP Facebook private Facebook group. And if you're a good sort, I'll let you in there, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll try and uh, keep keep the uh, keep the value coming. Um, look, I think uh, today uh, again, I'm, I'm I th- we're sort of getting to the position now where uh, my my tenure as a project manager may be coming to the final stages. We're just sort of seeing how things are going to work. Um, we're starting another uh, another team member uh, in the next sort of week or so. And uh, we're just going to see how that bounces. And uh, either that or I'll, I'll lessen my, you know, uh, need on a job site. We've only got three or four jobs going on. So um, I'm looking forward to sort of getting back into sort of shooting emails back to everybody that's contacted me. Uh, and just on that, hit me up at max at businessforbuilders.ca. Uh, if you've got a, a bit of a question, um, and we and I really do appreciate the love that I get, um, you know, from from folks uh, that are, are just paying attention to some of the stuff that I'm saying and I'm glad it is resonating with uh, with our audience. Uh, all right, so, you know, I I think, um, you know, everything that I'm doing on the show is really just based purely out of what I experienced during the week, what I what I see. Um, you know, I guess I could be, uh, I could be accused of being way too critical. Uh, I think that's, it's in my nature to really want to do things better and better and better. And, and I, I think it's this ongoing desire for more speed. Um, uh, more velocity within the business and all that sort of stuff. And so to that end, um, you know, I, I just really want to come up with a really basic topic for today, and that is just better time management. Uh, I, I think that, I think what's important is is having a routine. There's no question I believe in having a routine. I, you know, I um, I think even if I, very, very rarely do I get out of a Smith & Son shirt purely because it means I've got to think about stuff if you know i i just want to it's it's this whole routine because it's just we lose so much time worrying about or thinking about or um you know paying attention to certain things that really don't have a what i would call a really good roi and so uh i i guess i am a a habit i have a, a you know you know my routine per week is is very ingrained um and and i like to execute that way because of time efficiency reasons uh, the only time that I might uh, I might get changed if I you know go go for a jam with some of the guys or something like that like or I go racing but even then uh, Smith and Sons does uh, get a bit of advertising down there so I think we're rolling in Smith and Sons gear for that as well 
So, you know, like there's so, like I said, with, with, we, we all have, you know, 40 to 60 hours in our work weeks, depending on how crazy you are, you might do 80. Um, you know, I don't know whether that's sustainable or not, but it's super important that we do manage our time. And, and a lot of that comes down to our thought process. So I'm going to kind of start, I've got five points here uh, for, you know, some, and it's certainly by no means an exhaustive list, right? There'll be things that I may have left out or I've, I've not covered, um, feel free to do your own research, but this will this will get the ball rolling, I would say, and maybe shed some light on how you can manage your time during the week better. And it may even expose uh, to you things that perhaps you're not doing as well uh, because what you don't know, you don't know. And that's that's an incredibly important, uh, you know, uh, sort of item to remember is that, you know, there are things out there that you and I don't know. And it's like, well, how you know, if someone doesn't bring it to my attention, how will I ever actually go about understanding that uh, better? So that's clearly what we want to do. Um, you know, I might get the old, oh, this guy's Captain Obvious. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I can't speak to everybody. There's going to be people out there that are probably older and wiser than I, uh, and I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm just here doing my thing, trying to help out. So uh, as it relates to uh, points, where you can you can you know improve your time management or where you can uh, you know apply certain principles for better time management. Uh, I've got five of them here. The first one is set goals and priorities. Now, you might do that for the day and or the week. I would probably suggest you have you, you look at your week and you go, all right, I should have I've got three major goals this week. And I, I think any more than that, I think you're just overdoing it. I tend to sort of sit back on a you know Sunday afternoon and maybe perhaps just think about my week that is going to be, and I'm just like, right, what three things do I need to achieve? And 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 I think what we've got to understand is we've got a personal life and a business life, uh, and there's probably other sectors that you could also you know some other um, you know uh, divisions if you like within your life that you could probably segment to you know pay attention to those as well. But predominantly we start with macro, which is personal and business. But you know in your business life is what I'm going to refer to. I'm not Dr. Phil, um, so you might have you know you might have a couple of projects and you want to hit different payment stages. Uh, you might have people in the sales process where you want to get people to to contract. And I think a lot of the time what we want is we want to have those three goals at the end of the week that we're shooting for and uh, have them well-defined and then look at reverse engineer. It's like, all right, so what tasks do I do need to do each day to ensure that I uh, hit those goals at the end of the week? And what that does is it really does compartmentalize your thinking. Uh, and I'm going to talk a little bit more just to sort of on the next point here where, you know, you want to make sure that you are in control of your time. And I know that the construction industry is very spontaneous and, uh, you know, things don't always go to plan as much as we'd like. But, you know, we, we've got to focus on how we improve our uh, systemized approach to time management. And so uh, I think we've got to look at what am I doing today to, to maximize my impact or my effectiveness this week to, to at least hit one or two of those goals. And of course, you get uh, one or two of those yeah goals. So you get to the end of the week and you might look at, you'll do a, you know, a, a debrief and you say, all right, what, what did I get done? What did I not get done? And what is still work in progress? And so then you reset. So, you know, I had someone once say to me, it takes, you know, a fairly strong sort of personality to set a goal, but it really takes a bit of courageous personality to actually know that you've missed said goal and then reset the goal again and not feel intimidated by the fact that there is technically a failure, you know, in your mirrors because you're like, well, I set the goal and I missed it. Um, one of my goals was to um, recruit 
I think, 50 franchisees by 2023, and I, you know, I haven't hit that goal. But you know what? I'm just going to turn that around, reset it, and go again. And there's definitely things when I look back, and this is a classic example, I look back and go, what was my approach? What was my thinking? What was my activity level like? What, uh, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? And then when I reset the goal, I'm going to use that experience. And this is why, you know, when you've got street smarts, not just book smarts, it really does help you because learning on the fly, it impacts you a lot because it's a, it, it affects me when there's things that I look at in, in my experience over the last three years and I go, there was some failure there that I really did not enjoy, that really did cost me some money. And, and I'm sort of, you can get to a point where you can just wallow in your failure or you can embrace that failure and you can fail forward. I, I think a lot of the time um, we don't understand the power or the importance that the failure that you've experienced in your life has as the prerequisite um, to your successes going forward. And I, I, I'm not sure who said this, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to quote it. But someone, I think it was a football coach, said, you know, a um, a setback is a setup for a comeback. And so, you know, when I'm looking at what I've, you know, failed in the last two or three years, uh, I know that that's just a setup for a comeback. And nothing loves, uh, nothing, nothing's better than than an underdog story that comes back and, and finishes on top. So, you know, I think we need to break down, you know, a day into tasks. What are we going to achieve today? That's going to help us reach our goals at the end of the week. Um, and so really what we're doing is we're not just setting goals, but we are creating, we're, we're looking at the priorities. And so a term that's used in, in the medical world is triage. And all triage means is to determine the level of urgency. So, <clears throat> you know, nurses will triage patients as they come in to determine where they end up. Um, you know, are they at a high level of urgency or are they a low or a moderate level? And I think we we need to ensure that we're not paying a lot of attention to something that that is, you know, we feel like we're doing the right thing, but we actually should push that down the list a little bit and do something else that's more important. So setting clear goals and uh, ensuring that we are prioritizing correctly. Uh, and I think when you're talking about the business, I mean, we're talking about creating a profitable business. That's really where it's going. Profitable business and one that gives you lifestyle, the ability. So, you know, leverage gives you lifestyle. So systems and tools give you lifestyle. Human resources should give you leverage and lifestyle. You know, we want to look at what is going to take us to that end result. Now, you might be a one-man band right now on the tools doing everything, uh, but it's not your end result. So uh, business is an infinite game, which means you're going to be basically, you know, as, as long as you have got breath in your lungs and you still enjoy the industry and, and being your own boss and, and being a business owner, um, you're going to continue to do this. So you may have had a really rotten year in 2022. Uh, we're in April 2023 right now. And, uh, you know, so going forward, you might think, okay, so I'm going to gather myself up and I'm, I'm going to do things a little bit better. And, uh, you know, that's super important. So it'll help you focus your time and energy on what really matters. That's what setting clear goals and priorities does. Point number two, calendar blocking. Now, this is something that I learned about over a decade ago, trying to, any of those meetings or commitments or appointments that are an absolute, uh, and I like to do this in a, a year in advance, um, specifically where I've got major events, uh, things that, are, that, that I'm a part of that are mapped out for the whole year, I will go and block my calendar out. And it's like, then if I get something that comes along and it says, well, you've got this engagement, you know, or this invitation, I just flip my calendar open all the time. Whether I'm standing in a band practice with my rock and roll buddies and we're trying to book the next jam session, immediately my phone comes out and I go straight to my calendar. Uh, it is my absolute go-to for time management. And I make sure that in advance, I, I want to block out things, um, you know, that are important to me, both personally and professionally. 
and to make sure that I don't go and double book myself. So, uh, you know, I, I think what we need to do is pay attention to the things that are emergencies that actually pull you away from the things that are actually urgent. And, you know, I know that when there is an emergency on, then you, you really got to attend to that. But it can be at, to the detriment uh, of something that actually is important that you should be doing. And I, I, we, we talk about this a lot here in the office. And, you know, there's some times where we've got to go and do, uh, undertake something that's an emergency. But, uh, you know, and it might be just something that's minor on site, which is just an annoyance, really. But if we don't do that, then the next trade can't come in. So it's a bit of an emergency. But what's more important is to possibly handle, you know, certain things uh, that are happening in the sales process and certain things that, like emails that need to be sent and, uh, you know, uh, where you're asking a client for commitment. Those things are actually important because you know that down the track you need to keep your workflow full so that you've got, you know, uh, cash flow and things like that. And yet we get drawn away from our, our office or that situation or when we're in that mindset where we've got, I've got to take care of the important things because we're now dealing with an emergency. Um, and I think it probably... What what the goal for most of us is, and I, I think it's maybe a little esoteric or it maybe is a little bit of a wishful thinking, but what we really want is calmness and predictability in our work life and personal life as much as we can. Um, and I think that is achieved through systemization and organization. And so, like I said, going back to the start, we're always fairly critical about what we're doing uh, because we know that when we drop the ball instantly, there's a debrief that's got to happen. It's like, what caused that? Why did it happen? Um, who was responsible? How can we do that better? How can we systemize? How can and we make those improvements so we avoid that you know catastrophe going around again? Um, calmness and predictability. I kind of like it, uh, and I know everyone would probably agree with this. It's like when I haven't got the proverbial shit hitting the fan on a job site, but there's production and there's progress being made. That is what you, that's what you're going for because we all want a business that provides cash flow and profit and lifestyle. Uh, and when you've got all kinds of, you know, uh, craziness happening on building sites, uh, yeah, they'll just, my head pivoted. I'm like, you know, when you've got the right humans, life is good. When you've got the wrong humans, life is not cool. And dealing with the wrong humans is it just sucks the life and the energy out of you. And I know that I, I've, you know, there's times when I've got recruitment right and there's times where I've got recruitment incredibly wrong. Um, and so, but I know when you when you get it wrong, it sucks the life out of you, but when you got it right, it works really well for you. So, uh, you know, I think we all want calmness and predictability in our life, both professionally and personal. Um, but we also then got to, we've got to start looking at, okay, if I don't have calmness and predictability, in other words, I've got craziness and I've got uncertainty, then it's like, how can I turn this ship around? What is it that I can do? Now, we had a situation uh, with a cabinet maker where I think I might've talked about this in the last show, where it's like, right, we've got this, we've got this, uh, you know, a little bit of a miscommunication, how are we going to go about doing that better? Well, we're going to have the interior designer and the client and the cabinet maker and the builder all sitting around the table before we go to contract or at least agree on the design side of things and making sure we're all understanding of what's important to the client and then all of our understanding of what the client wants uh, is documented and taken care of so that we don't get under construction, which is what happened last week, 
uh, or was it this week, end of last week, and all of a sudden we've got a little bit of finger pointing. I didn't know about that. Uh, am I expected to pay for that? Um, that's not my fault. All that kind of business, which we don't want to fight with people. We just want to work with people. We want to make our clients happy. We don't want anybody else to lose money. We want to you know, walk this walk together. Um, and fortunately, because we've you, you know, got great cabinet makers working for us, uh, they, uh, they, they certainly did, um, they, they were cooperative, you know, from where we were sitting and, uh, we all agreed that it's got to be handled, uh, better and differently going forward. So, uh, you know, that's a little bit of a deviation away from calendar blocking, but what we're trying to do is create calmness and, and, uh, and, and certainty in our life, both personally and professionally. And, uh, you know, things like I've got to meet with my accountant once a month because I've got to spend an hour and a half looking at the profit and loss. Uh, I've got to have a construction meeting every Wednesday afternoon at 3.30 with my project manager. And what we want to look at is, um, you know, progress payment draws. We want to look at what we're going to achieve for the month as far as, uh, you know, income and what is what is happening on a building site that needs correction and what is happening on a building site that's working well. So we're always doing this assessment process. Uh, that's super important. So those kinds of things is where you go, all right, this is a very much a recurring meeting that is important. It's, we're not talking about, you know, dealing with emergencies. It's not a crisis room. Um, what we're talking about is being very uh, proactive, not a wasted motion, uh, and being very organized in our approach to developing a better business. That's what we are. As business owners, we are our own business development manager, and we've got to be very proactive and uh, very honest with ourselves uh, as it relates to uh, our time management, and calendar blocking is definitely one of those things. Uh, point number three, avoid multitasking. Uh, look, I, I, you, you know from a Look, from, from a project manager standpoint and from a carpenter standpoint, I can speak to both. They're, it's like, dude, if I'm, you know, when I'd go in and do carpentry finishing, I would go in and I would just cut everything. I would cut, I would cut trim. I would cut door jams. I would make sure everything was prepped, ready to go before I even got a compressor and a nail gun out. And then what I would do is I would start swinging doors. And I would not start baseboard until I had completed, you know, swinging doors and uh, putting the trim on. And then I might do the window trim and then I might do baseboard. So those, what you need to do is think about uh, creating, going back to point number one, looking at your priorities and your goals and how what tasks you're going to need to do and really rounding up the sheep. If the sheep are your tasks, you need to make sure that there's not sheep getting through your line as you push forward. You've got to make sure. Um, and one of and, and you know we can kind of think, oh, we've got this happening in this. And I find it like I'm you know whenever I've got my CEO hat and I'm sitting at the desk, yeah, I've got half a dozen emails that need to be sent all once, you know, all at the same time. And then I've got people walking in chatting to me about different things. And I've got a PM, you know, interim PM hat on. And so there is a lot of things that can pull me in different directions. And I literally physically and consciously have to put them on a to-do list or a doing list and then basically just knock them off one at a time. Because if I need to get that list out of my head first and foremost, I don't care how you do that. I don't care if you use a to-do list on your, you know, on your phone or whether you're like me, I kind of like to do a little bit of both. I'm sitting at my desk, I, you know, I think of something because this is what happens. I'm like, I'm working and then I'll go, bang. I've got to get that thought out of my head and I immediately write it down and then I keep typing an email or whatever the case is. And that's about managing my effectiveness throughout the day to ensure that I, I just have this absolute cluster of items where there's loose ends and nothing ever gets done. And that's the frustrating part because I think, uh, I think Tony Robbins says that progress uh, gives happiness. So when we're achieving things at the end of the day, uh, and I think this is where tradesmen specifically really enjoy doing what they do because they can 
look over their shoulder and they can see that frame and trusses put up and they can drive past that home for a long time and know that they built that and there's something really satisfying about that. So, you know, if you're in an office environment, then I think you take the same approach. It's like, okay, we, we start with the slab uh, or we start with the ba- the basement and we do the, the floor, you know, structure and then we do the, the, the frame, uh, main floor frame and then the upstairs frame and then the trusses and everything. Like that build process is really what we, we hinge our identity on in some cases that we're very organised carpenters or builders or whatnot. And I think what we need to do is be very organised uh, business development managers as well. So uh, focus on one task at a time is is what I would you know advise you to do and uh, make sure that uh, you're operating more efficiently. And then you kind of reduce uh, the chance or the risk of mistakes and oversights and errors because you are very organised in your approach to getting things on that task list done. All right, uh, point number four, uh, you got to take breaks. And I, you know, I think that the biggest killer of business momentum or or business development is fatigue. Uh, and I know sometimes, I mean, I'm in a, in an office here, and not today because the weather's turned to shit. But I know that I really enjoy and being a tr- from a tradie background, I fed my family for a quarter of a century swinging a hammer uh, and uh, and trying to develop a, a you know a trade business and. You know, being outside, it does something to me. Like sometimes I'm even more comfortable making phone calls sitting in my truck. It's kind of bizarre than sitting in an office. But definitely walking around is, is something that I like to do. Um, so what that can do for me, you know, sometimes just going outside and and, and uh, just taking that break, I think it's super important because you need to recharge. I remember being on the tools once and I'd work, work, work. And then I would start to make cock-ups and you'd, not just one or two, but you'd, you'd be just making these oversights. And I would literally hear myself say to myself, time out, have something to eat. And it's just like, you just throw the bag down. And you're like, ah, I just need time out. That's what we're talking about because you're not a robot. You are a human. There is there is an emotional and a, and a, and a physical uh, and, and mentally, like you, you just need to take some of that stress off. And what to me, what stress is, is just a load on your shoulders. And sometimes you just need to pick that up, put it down and, and get, you know, go and do something else. And, you know, I mean, I love motorsport and I and I, I love playing rock and roll. And, and so for me, they're the kinds of things, you know, there might be a day in my work week where I, where I won't go outside, but what I will do is I might just I might just change browsers and I'll go and, you know, look at prep and free our rehearsal that we've got coming up tomorrow night because it just, it, it really, that, that to me is not a stress. But I, what I do is I just forget about work for a second. So I think taking a break um, in your day, if you're scheduling breaks, it's super important. Um, I know, I know that we do it. We we do it more and more now, especially when I've been working with this builder. Um, you know, the odd occasion we might drive past our favourite watering hole, and we're like, we're going to go and have some appies and and maybe a beer or two. And and you know, I think there's you know that there's there's a lot of power in that, especially if you're with someone you know like we are. We're we're rolling around jobs together a lot. Um, but there, there's you know a thing called iron sharpens iron. So um, you, you're really sharpening your approach. It's funny, you take a break and you're actually rebuilding yourself, which is counterintuitive because you think, I need to be doing stuff all the time, all the time, all the time. The problem with that is because you're not a machine or a robot, that is not sustainable. So what we're saying is if you want to be a highly uh, effective, impactful business leader, business development manager, then then recharging your own batteries is very important. I've got a bunch of Milwaukee tools that I like to use. Um, you'll have your own set of tools, but even Milwaukee with their nine amp hour battery, it still goes flat and it still needs to recharge. And so you might be, a, you know, a, a super tool. Um, you might be a bit of a legend, 
but even you will at some point need to recharge your battery. So a little bit along the way during the day is going to go a long ways to really helping you maintain a high level of effectiveness and, uh, you know, being that business operator uh, and having a business that's profitable that we all want. Uh, the final thing here, point number four, five, uh, learn to say no. I think, uh, you know, I, I took on the role as president of our uh, local kart racing club and uh, it was just pretty obvious that I wasn't a fit, you know, for that position. And so I basically resigned uh, because I love to mo do motorsport. I was trying to help, but it wasn't, you know, being viewed that way. Uh, and I was fairly, I was, you know, I was aggressive from a corporate standpoint. I wanted to see the club grow um, and that just wasn't being embraced. And so I thought, well, it's, you know, I've got way too much on my plate. So I relinquished, uh, you know, my position there and resigned. Uh, I think so, you know, a lot of, I've seen guys really damage their own lives and businesses because they just wanted to make everybody happy and could not. And uh, they just reached the end of their, you know, tether and really, um, you know, realise that, that it's not sustainable, guys and girls. You know, you have to at some point realise when you're maxed out and anything beyond that is going to destroy you. So you need to be able to say no. Um, you need to prioritise your own needs and goals um, you know, personally, uh, we don't work, you know, I mean, I love business, but I, I don't live to work, you know, I work so I can go play. Um, and of course, I subscribe totally to doing work first, I tell my kids, work first, play second, but it, it's not like work first, and work second and work third until you, you know, you're not, a, you don't want to be a slave to your business. That's just craziness. Um, the other thing that helps me too is when I'm talking to my guys and something that I use as well is I just have to put people on a waiting list. I mean, sometimes, you know, to get into a restaurant, you've got to go and sit at the bar because there's no tables available. It's just the way it is. Um, you've got you've got limited resources as far as what stress you can, uh, you know, carry around and what you can bear. And you just need to know when you've hit your maximum, when you're about to hit your you know, your top end where you go, no more, is, I haven't got any space for any more, my brain is fried. Um, you've got to learn to say no. I think that's the best thing because what happens is the stress of maybe letting people down now takes away from your effectiveness as a business development manager. And, uh, you know, that really is not going to help you in your end result. So remember, you know, you don't have to kick goals all this, like you don't have to be winner, winner, chicken dinner this year. It just doesn't have to be that way. Um, if you do and you put that much pressure on yourself, and I think sometimes we can actually put more pressure on ourselves than what people are actually putting on us. Um, and we, we, we got to learn to recognize where we're, we're overdoing it, um, you know, and putting too much pressure on ourselves, uh, and learning to say no, or waiting list is super important. So, um, set clear goals and priorities. That was point number one. Calendar blocking, that was uh, point number two. Uh, avoid multitasking, that was point number three. Taking breaks is point number four and learn to say no and or you know, put people on a waiting list is your fifth point for uh, better time uh, management. Uh, email me, max at businessforbuilders.ca if you've got any questions. Head across to uh, the Business for Builders VIP private Facebook group. If you're a good sort, I'll let you in. And, um, and be sure to like and subscribe. We appreciate the love and the feedback. It uh, makes it all worthwhile. And like Gary v, Gary v says, it is my oxygen. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, putting some more good stuff together. So go build a kick-ass business. See you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.